listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. Feel the culture. <laughs> oh, friends, welcome aboard. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. They score! Jonathan Uberto, Elias Lindholm, and the scene of rises at Scotiabank Saddlebone. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You made it. You did it. Friday, it's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Lots to do today. Lots to discuss on the cusp of a long weekend. You, have, you guys have big plans for Thanksgiving? You going to give thanks this weekend? I'm going to give thanks. Yeah, not really big plans, kind of standard stuff. Tonight, we got a little friendly going away party. Should be fun for somebody, for a friend of ours. It's not Thanksgiving related. Okay. We got a whole bunch of fantasy drafts on Saturday. Going to watch a little football, a little Thanksgiving Sunday night. Mm. I don't really have plans on Monday, so yeah, it's going to be good. Nice and relaxed. Wow. You, Patrick? Cavs tomorrow. Mm. That'll be fun. I don't really do the turkey at Thanksgiving. No? I haven't really done it as, as in my adult life. Really? Kind of just treat it as a, another day, as, an, mm. uh, as, a, as a free spot on the calendar bingo card. Mm. But, uh, yeah, just going to take it easy, I think. I'm going to sit alone in my apartment. Hell yeah. Good for you. Like a sad, sad oh. man. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. And if we got an extra chair at the table for George? Listen. Nobody wants to hear about that. Don't bring us all down. Listen, I'm a good you're, middle. You're sad and you're all by yourself. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. I'm a good middle in a dinner party. Um, the middle's the key because you drive the conversation oh, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. at the dinner table. All the eyes mm. are focused. Right I'm a good middle. Mm. See, like, that, I don't know if that's a selling point for getting invited, though. Because, like, don't most Thanksgivings already have, like, a good middle? No. Really? I think that most families already have that established. GVP, do you understand what I'm saying about the middle? You're you're like the nucleus of the conversation. Correct. You're the man at the table. Well, look at the look at the Last Supper painting. Who's in the middle? Okay. Well, that's let's Jesus. Not, let's exactly. not go there. Okay. Stop that. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> that's my answer to any religious question. Jesus. Jesus. Big question mark at the end. Um, uh, middle's key, right? It's center attention. Dude with the long hair. Um. Yeah. I'm, what are you doing for uh, Thanksgiving, GVP? Oh, just gonna get together with the family and whatnot. It's pretty That's standard nice. stuff. Yeah. GVP's got a standard. Uh, That's nice. Give. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be alone watching football in my apartment, which is fine actually. <laughs> with a smile on my face. It's good. Oh, I um, remember when the CFL used to take advantage of Thanksgiving long weekend and have a game on the Monday? They don't do that anymore. Why? I don't know. <laughs> why would they not have games Monday afternoon? They they don't anymore. Like people would watch, <laughs> right? Yeah. They, it was always like Montreal would always play on Thanksgiving at home. Yeah. And uh, not this week. People would watch. No, I'm really excited for this 8 o'clock start tonight. Oh, yeah. BC, Winnipeg. Can't wait. Get in. 8 o'clock. Yeah, it's out in van. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I was being facetious. Uh, BC and Winnipeg. Um, oh, they got the Monday game this week. Oh, they do. Sorry. I, was, I, I didn't see that. Okay. Never mind. Ottawa, Montreal. Look at that. No, in your face. We're dialed into the mm. CFL. Yeah, we are. Point. We're yeah. so dialed into the Stamps CFL. Stamps are on a buy, so it's That's like, why. Pff, whatever. Yeah. Um, wanted to ask you, uh, Matthew, about... Um, yeah. What? 
Thanksgiving. It's okay. something that I find it's it's. Can somebody explain this to me? What? Why do Americans do casserole and Canadians generally don't? How could I possibly explain that to you? I was asking you if you knew. I have no idea, um, but I don't see a lot of casseroles up here. That's I what think, I mean. I feel like it is a pretty, I guess, American thing. Yeah. Um. No, actually, no. That's a lie. I just avoid casseroles. Okay. They're 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 pretty common up here. I don't know if that's an American versus Canadian thing. I just because they really do it up for their Thanksgiving. It's usually the star of the table, whereas I think up here, I, I think it's more of like a, yeah, you know, Susan brought casserole again. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Susan. Incredible. Can't wait to get a little sliver on my plate and just make sure that the color's there for when everyone looks at the empty plate later. Right on. I've, uh, I've, uh, I've told. Yeah, I tried it. Great job. You nailed it this year. Definitely tastes different. <laughs> I've shared this on the air with you guys. My goal in life is to uh, date an American girl so I can experience U.S. Thanksgiving. I don't, I don't know if that's like that unattainable. I think you can. I well, think, the border's yeah. far away. It's four hours. It's not even that far. And it's Montana. What the hell's in Montana? Oh, so I will not hear any slander towards man- Montana. White it's fish. A, it's essentially like this. <laughs> yeah. It's essentially like this, but like with a little bit more reckless Americanism. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. There's more people in like Calgary than the entire state of Montana. Yeah. Uh, Calgary's booming. Way cheaper booze. Yeah. Um, you can go down there. You can hear gunshots at any hour of the day. Cool. You can drive ATVs. Yeah. Good golf. Mm-hmm. Really good golf. Supposed to be nice this weekend. Mountains, lakes. Mm-hmm. Golf Montana's weather this great. weekend. I can't believe you slandered Montana like that. Big Sky Country. Dave Dickinson Country. Come on now. Yeah, a lot of celebrities have uh, places in Montana, yes, they too. Yeah, they do, because it's nice and quiet. Get nice away from quiet. the hustle and bustle. Get away from the paps. Um, speaking of Calgary booming, uh, are you a believer what's yet? A, what's a Montana paps? No, get away from the paps. No, but what would a Montana paparazzi I don't look know. like? <laughs> uh, they're on an ATV. They're on an ATV. Yeah, and they're dressed they in camo. One of, the, one of those side like, by side. Oh, yeah. bear, dressing camo. bear hats with like, oh, yeah. the, the, the ears over the side. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of a booming city, um, are you a believer Gallops now? up on a horse. <laughs> are you a believer that the arena's coming? No. Well, Still well, no? Eh. It's happening. No, I, I'm a believer now, but I, I'm still going to maintain like, hey, listen, and I'll say this. I'll say this much. Like, if you need me to pick up a shovel, point me in the right direction, I can go get things started. I can go sweep a lot. <laughs> I can go, you know, yep. give me the keys to a forklift. I can lift up some of those those blocks that tell you when to stop your car when yep. you're parking, because I'm sure that we got to move some of those. Sure. There's a big tree. I can go prune the tree, get some of those branches out for you. Yep. I just want to help move this thing along so that I can see it come to fruition, because... I'm still a little bit nervous that we're going to get to a point where something terrible happens. Although, formal agreement is in place and papers have been signed by the four parties and, participating. And, and they've and, bought and they've signed a designer and they've signed a project developer. And yeah, this is as close as we've ever been. Like, they're literally going to start doing the infrastructure like as soon as possible. Yeah, like, 2024. It, yeah. They've, they just have to go through building permit type of stuff. And then as soon as that is done, like the design work, I'm sure, is probably getting underway right now. They technically couldn't get it underway, but you never know. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure we'll get some renderings probably in 2024, something like that. Yep. I don't know if I would expect them by the end of the year. Um, I did see some lovely AI renderings yesterday. <laughs> Boy, were some of them just terrible. Um, One of my favorite things lately is just AI photos. Well, uh, this is something that... Um we were told that uh, there'll be uh, Little Caesars Arena 
is something they want to look at in Detroit because it's arguably the best arena in the NHL. They want to kind of copycat that thing, which is exciting if you're a Flames fan. Be similar to one of the best rinks in the NHL because they really want to make this thing pop. Um, as- one thing that, like, and and we were chatting about this yesterday, the one thing that I think a lot of people really like about Little Caesars is kind of the vertical feel of it. You feel like you're right on top of the game. And yeah. that's something that, you know, we talked about with, was that Ryan Leslie yesterday, yes. I believe? Yeah. We talked about that's something that the Flames have said. This is going to be important to us. We want you to feel like yeah. you're right on top of the action. Like, if, if you actually sit in the seats down at the Dome, it, it's a good place to actually watch the game. The sight lines are great. Mm-hmm. It's just the, the amenities and the rest of the arena is a dump. But it's actually a great place to watch the game. Agreed. Just kind of mirror that but then make everything else awesome around it. And uh, as our listeners know, we are the political fulcrum mm. of Alberta politics. Mm-hmm. Like we are, you know, the fulcrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mayor uh, Jody Gondek going to join us at 7.05. Yes, you will. Talking about the new arena deal. Um, I was thinking um, we, uh, <laughs> we get texty from our listeners to ask the mayor a question. What do you think? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was a little, little like, yeah, that's uh, a, that sounds a little hokey, <laughs> but it's our show. What do you think? I, I mean, you're I, the producer. You I have mean, the ultimate I, say. I was never, like, I never told her that uh, an automated machine would be telling her questions. Like, I never talked when From I talk, listeners? set it up. So she's just expecting like the, the standard questions. So I'm sure she'll be okay with it. You can try it. Yeah, may as well. What's to lose? She, never, uh, she doesn't come back. We're only getting one arena announcement. It's fine. What else are we ever going to need the mayor for? Uh, who knows? Um, nine sixty nine sixty. Name and location. Just reckless. Get your uh, questions in for Mayor Gondek coming up at seven oh five. And maybe uh, we'll pick like. And don't be. We're not going to put your question on if like you're t- going to get. Please, if there's somebody who doesn't know anything about our politics, it's me. So please don't tell me you're on, you guys are on this side or that side. There's no sides here. The reason why we have the mayor on is because this is an important story that affects everyone living in Calgary. And it's about GD time that a new barn's coming here. Mm. It's the oldest rink in the NHL. And yes, I know Madison Square Garden, but they put a billion dollars into Madison Square Garden. So this is far and away the oldest rink. Also, yeah, and they're should, talking about they might just have to relocate Madison Square Garden matter. here in the future. Really? Yeah, to New York downtown's getting, Manhattan's getting. They got to figure out some things. There's down the line. They want to maybe relocate MSD to a fifth site. This really, be the fifth Madison Square. Wow, Garden. yeah, wow. You learn something new every day. Uh, but it's it's time. It's going to revitalize the downtown. Mm. This is going to be an event center. Mm. It's going to host incredible concerts. Mm-hmm. It's going to turn Calgary into a world class city. That's already a world class city into more of a world class city with a world class facility. Because even moving here a year ago. For a city that loves sports like Calgary does, we have two places that just aren't up to snuff. Like, they're just out of date, antiquated, crumbling. Mm. Like, the, the hockey team needs a new arena. And, what, minimum 35 years, the team's going to stay in Calgary with yep. this new arena deal as well. Like, this is... And I know people are sour about the amount of taxpayer money going into it. That's something we'll ask Mayor Gondek coming up. But the team needs a new arena. Like, and just the, um, some of the stuff I saw on social media on Flames Twitter yesterday, people like just going to miss the dome, going to miss this. Okay. But this team needs a new arena. You deserve like somewhere to go where it's exciting to go watch a game. 
Like, you deserve that as a fan base. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I can't miss the Saddle Dome. Of course you can miss the Saddle Dome. Dome. I get it. It's different than saying the Saddle Dome is fine, and it's a fine place to go and watch a game. I don't know if there's a lot of people who are like, man, boy, do I just have such a great, smooth sailing experience. Like, unless you, like, go in there early and you just, like, sit in your seats for four hours and, like, watch the game and the Flames win and then you leave, which even then, right now, the construction around McMahon... Saddle Dome is just a nightmare. Yeah. But that's all part of it. That's all helping to, you know, if I'm not mistaken, they're moving utilities around so they can move the green lines. So they can have the green line station with the new building and have the new building and have all the infrastructure around it. Yeah, it's going to be good. There's something I saw that I was uh, very interesting yesterday. And what's that, George? Um, should this green line go right into the building? So it's not outside. I think that's a great idea. I think it's a fine idea. Yeah, I, I've got no problem with it. It's pretty close right now. It would be nice, but like right right now, right now it's a little bit different. We used to have a catwalk that would go from the which train station? Not Victoria, Victoria Park. Is it yeah, Victoria, Victoria Park? Park? Yeah, Earlton's the next one. Pardon yeah. me. We'd go from Victoria Park through the BMO over a little overpass to the Saddle Dome, and it was completely covered. Mm-hmm. So during the winter, when it was cold, you would just take that if you were taking transit. And it's about a, what, 10-minute hike, maybe, yeah. when the crowds are really thick, mm-hmm. trying to get from the train line yeah. to the Saddle Dome. It was fine. If you really want to put it in there, by all means. But also, like, if it's going to cost that much more, I mean, like, just walk I outside th- for, like, 10 steps. Who cares? I'm pretty sure the train just sets up right outside Rogers Place in, down, in Edmonton there. So even if the station is adjacent to the building that's yeah. better than where it well, is that's, now. Well, that's, we can ask Mayor yeah. Gondek, like, what are the... Uh... Yeah, because the, the Green Line, the utility work, if you've just been around downtown, they've been doing that all summer. Uh, that's going to be starting up here soon. They're going to be, like, that'll be the, one of the terminuses there, I believe, so around that Victoria Park area as it comes up from the, the south end of Shepherd. I know at the uh, the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto that you take the subway, you're underneath, yep. and you get into the arena. You don't mm-hmm. have to go outside. Yeah, New it's York. like when you go to the zoo, yep. you got one yep. of those. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Again, it should be right in front of the arena. Even uh, the GO train in Toronto in front of BMO, it literally stops in front of BMO. And you yeah. just walk off in the stadiums right there. Fine. That's but like, what it It's also be. like 10 minutes. Like, who cares? Like, seriously. Like, it's a minuscule walk. If it's right out in front, that's great. But also, like, I, I don't know what the plans for the green light already are. If they want to put it in there, go ahead. But yeah. I also, like, I think it's important that there's parking around there as well because yep. not everybody takes transit yep because a lot of people drive their cars mm-hmm. probably too many but that's fine yeah i don't know i i kind of like the walk right now if i'm being honest like i liked i loved getting off at the victoria station and getting in the herd of cattle mm-hmm. with all my buddies i've already had six beers i'm gonna <laughs> go watch the battle of alberta on a yep. saturday night everybody else around me has had two to four beers I may be a little bit ahead of them, but we're all feeling good. We're all wearing our red, except for maybe one plug who's wearing the old Oilers jersey with the gear on it. So we're giving him the gears. Right. We're getting the camaraderie growing. And then by the time I get into the dome, I've been checked in. I am feeling lit. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to leap up those stairs all the way to the press level, grab a couple more dome foams, a couple more heroin beers, sit down, and just give them hell from the press yeah, level. See, so I-, I love the camaraderie of walking along. And get into the saddle dome. See, I love what you're saying right there, but also people bring their families and want their kids to freeze their ass off. So and then drive the, the car. That's fine. Okay, all right. so there you go. But it's happening. 
This arena is happening. Yeah. Also, what I saw on social media is, oh, should they build the saddle into the new thing? No. Like, no, just... It's fine. Just, it's yeah, okay, guys. Just, we can move past yeah, it. Yeah, let's... Gimmicky. You know, I was thinking, what about a cowboy hat on top? I just want a building. <laughs> Why don't you just put like a little cowboy hat on top of one of the doors? Just like sure. A little, little emblem. Like you also want like concerts to come here, so that's what you want. That roof is a big reason why they can't have these concerts. Yes, it's exactly. It's exactly oh, what it saddle. is. Oh, we can't have it because the speaker's too heavy. Yeah, okay. that's pretty much what it is. It's pretty cool, though. Uh, but uh, apparently, sweet, <laughs> apparently, this thing could be ready for 2026. Like uh, kind of out uh, Maple Leaf Gardens. You know, they moved in halfway through the year. Yeah. The Leafs that would be, and uh, ACC. Like, sure. Like well, That's I, just what I'm comparing, like how like the seat, like LA had to do it too, where they had to start yep. the year at their old building and then moved into Staples. So yeah, it's Sorry, just right? if you're a Flames fan, like I, I don't know why you wouldn't be excited about this. Like it's, it's finally happening, and it's something that I've heard from way out before I moved here. That place needs a new arena. That place desperately needs a new arena, and especially with that other team three hours north of here putting their beautiful new arena. It's like when's our turn? Well, you're getting one, mm-hmm. and it's going to happen. It's on the way. It's going to make that kind of area, that district, much nicer. Like, I already think that kind of um, the east end of downtown has gotten nicer. They put some new buildings in there. I think the library has helped. It's, you know, still not the best. There's still the drop-in is over there. There's all of that. But at the same time, this is all going to help in kind of, creating another area for everybody to go and hang out and do things and yep yeah i'm excited for it and also uh the plan is i guess to still have the community rank attached to it yeah which is super fun yeah i i don't know it, it honestly felt a little bit gimmicky to me because like mm. you're gonna get what 12 ice times out of there a day the flames the wranglers the hitmen are gonna eat up a couple of them like there's a few teams that are gonna get to practice in there for sure but there's not a lot. It's mm. going to be cool, I guess. It's always nice to have a new rink downtown. We don't have sure. a lot of ice surfaces downtown, per se. But, yeah, it always felt like something that was maybe a little bit of a shtick to me. But that's fine. If uh, the community uses it, by all means. I think it's exciting. Yeah. I think it's an exciting time in the uh, city. Sure. It's, Calgary's booming. A lot of people moving here. Like 1.5 million-ish. Uh, Calgary's booming. And you'll have a, uh, a new barn within the next few years and they got to blow up the dome so that thing uh, part of this uh, deal is to tear down the dome as well so um exciting times turn into some parking yeah for the city of calgary um get those questions in for mayor gondick 960 960 name and location we'll play a couple of them they have to be uh they have to be good like let's let's not attack anybody politically <laughs> let's be civil here let's <laughs> ask questions i i, I trust our uh diffuser here to yeah <laughs> patrick's like a diffuser right now yeah okay if any situation I mean, there's really only been gets fused he'll uh, defuse it. one nice question and that's Wetley. Well, okay um so yeah everybody else clean it up okay um <laughs> let's do it uh 960 960 name and location also also uh-huh. yeah wedley mentioned you did uh you won the bet with francis no yeah it's not built no it's not I, built I, yet yeah but they ain't moving yeah straight up they're not moving well, yep. it's, it's going to happen. Like yeah. the, the Coyotes have to approve utility an arena. work is going to be done here in the end of the at the end of the year, yeah. starting up, and I then am, the, the shovels in the ground by January. We're I, you're winning this. I'm going to get a stake the size of my head. Who knows? By January, 
Phoenix could be on the first flight to Houston because they have till the new year to figure out their thing. That's true. I need to. I need to. Uh, maybe he'll concede the bet. I, I would. It's over. Um, unless they can really get it done really quickly in Arizona to build a new rink, which I doubt because they're not even close to even having an agreement. Feel like an IKEA rink. rink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arena in a box. Yeah. Like, like oh a, no, do another public <laughs> survey. If yeah. you voted yes, you have to come and. Grab one of yeah. those Ikea wrenches. And yeah. Yeah. You got to help build the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, we don't 10,000 of those little wooden pegs that'll right. hold this up. 100 uh, bucks a day. Uh, <laughs> 960, 960, name and location. Uh, give us the question you want for the mayor because we are the political fulcrum mm. of Alberta politics on this program. Mm-hmm. There's one place that people go for their politics it's this show in this radio station. 960, 960, name and location. Also at uh, 8.30. Um, oh, we have Mayor Gondek, Frank Servali, Ben Ennis joining us too. Uh, 8.30. We want to hear your flame sensible takes. Sensible takes for the upcoming season. Yeah, I'm your excited. flame sensible takes. Reasonable, within reason. Yeah. Things I'll give, <laughs> we'll each give two takes at 8.30. Myself, Maddie, Patrick, and GVP. Sensible Flames takes. We'd like to hear yours as well. 960, 960, name and location. Sensible Flames takes. I have something to, I have something to go with that, too. Okay, that's good. A little surprise. Oh, a surprise? Yeah. I love surprises. Yeah. Is it a good surprise? A little something with that. It's not like, hey, this is your last show, Matt. That would be a bad surprise. Mm, on Thanksgiving? <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. No, from somebody who is uh who has been sat down by the HR people, it's not Tuesday or Wednesday. That's when you get fired mm. by corporations. Because they do it Friday because you stew over, mm, yeah, over the weekend, yeah. then you get angry for Monday. Mm. They don't do it Monday because let's be real, everyone hates Mondays. So Tuesday and Wednesday they found is the best time to fire Monday's people. Monday's a day off though, so you never know. Right. But um, uh, you know, definitely don't want to fire anybody on a Monday either, because they're already sour because it's Monday. All right. Yeah, no. Big surprise. Yeah, so if you're ever going to lose your job, Maddie, Tuesday and Wednesday is the day. You get the bullet. Mm. From so note experience. Yourself, never pick up my phone on Tuesday or Wednesday? No, no. Tuesday what they do Thursday? is, no, no. They just wait for you after the show. And you're like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? You're like, good. And they put you in a room and there's an HR person there. You're like, I know what this is about. Mm. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, that's how they do it. Really fun, and then your name's in the Toronto Star that you lost your morning show job. All it. right, now uh, we got uh, lots of stuff to do. <laughs> Mayor Jody Gondek, Frank Cervalli, Ben Ennis, and your sensible flames takes at eight thirty. Sensible. Forget bold. Forget hot. We're doing sensible flames takes. Tepid for the upcoming season. Lukewarm. Like, should we get a penalty if these don't hit? Like. At the end of the year, should we rack them all up and see, like, hey, if your reasonable flame stakes don't hit, then there has to be a reasonable punishment. Who does that say more on, the player or us? Yeah. <laughs> us? Oh, I don't know. We're no, the ones you know what we'll do? We'll here. save this segment, the and how about we revisit it at the All-Star break? Okay. GVP, write that on the whiteboard, Okay, please. okay. I like that. Uh, revisit sensible takes. At the all-star break. In fact, we still have a show by then. Who knows? That's another good point by you. Yeah, yeah. who knows? Mm. But uh, all-star break, sensible takes. It's on the whiteboard. Did you delete? Did you erase the checklist? No, it's still there. Okay. Checklist is still here. We don't have an eraser, and I didn't want to ruin my, my hands. Use a Kleenex. The, yeah, yeah, I could have. But All right. I don't know if anyone else will get offended if I erase the checklist. Offended. Okay. 
feel like they should know the checklist by now. All right. They should, but I don't want to step on anyone's toes. You don't toes. know your job by now? It's true. All right. But. Um, Rose reports next. What do you got for us? Football. Football. Hockey. Yep. Baseball. Yep. An assortment of other things happening across the place, like golf, tennis, soccer, local, football, cool. hockey. All right. Basically also, everything. Um, also, get your questions in for Mayor Gondek. Yeah. 6960, name and location, and your sensible flames take that we will revisit at the All-Star break. But we want to hear your sensible flames take for the upcoming season. Uh, it's the big show. It's George. It's Matt. It's Patrick. It's GVP. It's Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. It's the Friday of a long weekend. We have a busy, busy show. It looks like we're getting a new barn in Calgary, like for reals. Mayor Jody Gondek is going to join us at the top of the next hour. You got a question for the mayor? 960-960, name and location. Frank Saravalli, NHL Daily Faceoff. Insider will join us. We'll get his take on what's the latest on Elias Lindholm. Is this going to happen before Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Ben Ennis from the Fan Morning Show in Toronto is going to join us at 8 o'clock. Still post-mortem on the Blue Jays. And all morning, we're going to do this at 8.30. We're going to revisit it at the All-Star break. Your sensible Calgary Flames takes for the upcoming season. Your sensible Calgary Flames takes for the upcoming season. 960-960, name and location. We don't want bold. We don't want hot. We want sensible. Sensible takes for the Calgary Flames coming up this season. We want to have a nice benign segment at 8.30. (laughs) Just just the most relaxed segment. Sensible Flames takes at 8.30. Be like, yes, I could see that happening. Yes. (laughs) I I slightly disagree with that take, although it seems very sensible. Mm, Yeah. That's usually what we peddle in. Nothing too crazy, nothing too hot. Because you're going to hear that. You're going to hear hot. You're going to hear bold. No. We want to hear sensible Calgary Flames takes coming up at 8.30. But right now, um, for the final time before Tuesday, because of a long weekend, time for the Rose Report. And it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Matty Rose. Ah, hello, friends. Welcome to your Friday. So many things to tell you about. We're riding this train right on into the weekend. We got the Flames, Canucks, Commanders, Bears, divisional playoff series in the MLB, and everything else involved. So let's get after it. The Flames will close out their preseason in Vancouver. We got an 8 p.m. puck drop tonight. Pre-game at 7 o'clock. Lengthy edition of Flames Talk from 4 to 7 first. Makes sense. Final preseason game. Got a few cuts to do. Got a few cuts yesterday as well. We'll probably get the rosters for tonight's game during the final hour of our show. That's usually how it's going so far in the preseason. So keep it locked right here on Sports at 960 all morning long. Or follow along on Steinberg's socials. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, a handful of their top prospects sent down to the Wranglers. Lucas Siona, Jan Kuznetsov, Jeremy Poirier, Dustin Wolf, Connor Zary, all sent down to the Wranglers. No waivers needed for any of them. Additionally, Sam Honzik returned to the Vancouver Giants. 
Head coach Ryan Huska had this to say on the young man. Next time he comes in, um, there is no dipping your toe in the water. And I think uh, for a young guy coming in, he gets a chance to sit on the bench and practice with our players. He gets a chance to sit on the bench and watch some of the players from the other side. Um, and I think over the course of his year, we want him to come back knowing that he's a guy that is capable of playing and not just being a body, a guy that um, you know takes charge, I guess, when he's here next time. So you know, we're, we're, we'll look for that out of him when he comes back next time. I don't know if that's totally out of the normal for a guy who was drafted 16th overall. Big guy, showed some promise at camp, got a little bit banged up. Go back, dominate the dub, and see what happens after that. I, we'll see where he plays in the WHL. Maybe more center while he was doing a lot of wing here with Flames camp. But nevertheless, something to keep an eye on. Again, the kid's 18 years old. Yep. And that's something we're doing now that I think we've done more than ever. In, a, in all the big four major sports, sometimes it takes guys a little longer to hit their stride and be they'll live up to that first-round pick potential. The guy I think of right away who got off to a really slow start in his NHL career, Jack Hughes. Nathan McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon. There's another. Victor Hedman. Like the, list sure. go, the list goes on. It's not sometimes right away it's like a Matthews or McDavid or a Crosby where they explode or an Ovechkin. Sometimes it takes time for these guys to grow and develop, and that's fine. Do you really want an 18-year-old who's not ready to play in the NHL in your lineup, in and out of the lineup? No, you don't want that. You want him to go grab the confidence. You want him to go dominate in the dub. And you also, and, But at least he knows in the back of his head what it takes to be an NHLer and what level he needs to get to. Nothing wrong with that. Probably Totally going, fine. Like this year alone, you're probably going to see the first overall pick, obviously, Connor Bedard. He's going to be playing with the Blackhawks. Adam Fantilli, who went third overall to Columbus. I could see him playing. I don't believe Leo Carlson has been cut in Anaheim yet. And the other guy who we've heard a lot about lately is Quinton Musty in San Jose, who's impressed and earned himself a contract. So we'll see. But he was the 26th overall pick, so that would be a little bit of a surprise. And also the Sharks are quite bad. Terrible. So that would help his case um roster at the end of the show by the end of the show keep an eye on steinberg socials for lines and rosters and all that type of stuff before we get to the nhl tidbit how about some arena news i don't know about you guys but i was starting to feel like old um, judge smales from caddyshack well we're waiting then yesterday found out formal and final agreements have been signed to greenlight the project's start of design and construction phase, the City of Calgary, the Province of Alberta, CSEC, that's the Calgary Sport and Entertainment Corporation, and the Calgary Stampede have all signed on to the deal. CAA Icon have been hired as the development managers. Construction going to begin in 2024 once the permit process is complete. The mayor joins us in about 25 minutes. I don't know how this isn't good news. If, if you're a uh, Calgarian, I know that uh, the taxpayers are footing a lot of this bill, but it gets to a point where I think I think everybody's like, yeah, just build the thing. Like, we yeah. need it. Everyone knows they need a new arena. Everyone recognizes they need a new arena. It's going to be awesome. That means the All-Star game is going to be here eventually. Mm -hmm. The draft is going to be here eventually. Yep. World-class concerts are going to come to the city. Maybe not All-Star. No, the All-Star game will come to Calgary. Mm, NHL players have been pretty adamant that the All-Star might just get moved to about three or four teams in the future because players don't want to go to an All-Star game in Edmonton or Calgary. I'm so fine with getting just rid going of the to, game. 
No, they're going to oh. keep the game, oh. but they're only going to do it in several locations Bro, like Florida, man. Nashville, Vegas, New York. I'm going by what Gary said. Gary said you build a new rank, you'll get the All-Star. And guess what? You'll if get you, the if draft. If you're nominated you'll and get... you don't come, you're suspended like Govechkin was. Yeah, yep. they'll get the draft for sure. All-Star yeah. game? Yeah. I'll believe it when I see it. Like okay. shovels in the ground. But they're getting the draft. Sure, they can get a draft. Yeah, yeah. by all means. Yeah. 2,000 we had the draft. And, and... And mm-hmm. and uh-huh. with a new barn here in Calgary, if we ever have a World Cup, it'll be one of the venues they'll use yeah. for a World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you for have sure. a best on best competition right here in Calgary. Um, speaking huh? of the draft, hey, anybody think no, about I, that one? I like that. That idea. just popped yeah. into my head. Yeah, there you go. You got options. Also, um, speaking of the NHL draft, did you hear the rumor floating around that the NHL wants to try and do it at the Sphere in Las Vegas? Yeah, that would be awesome. Wouldn't mind that. I Do like what that. I want. I want. You know how the players, like I want to say, it was Tage Thompson who has that video of him being like, "Here's how you tape a hockey stick," and he's like nine years old on his YouTube channel. I think I'm getting him confused with somebody else. But there was a young hockey player. Doesn't matter. Trevor Zegras has those super cringe. Old yeah. Videos okay. Perfect. From high See, like school. there yeah. are these cringe videos that these kids did when they were in high school, right? I think a lot of people have these. I want to see those on the sphere as the kid is walking the stage to get his NHL jersey. (laughs) That would be so good. So good. Oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, it'd be awesome if they had a sphere. Well, yeah, because they have the the the, uh, T-Mobile has the arena conflict this year that might force them to move the draft. So if they're able to get the draft to the sphere, yeah, on uh, that weekend, how cool would that be? That'd be great. Yeah, a little bit of pub for the NHL. It, it's only the greatest just, entertainment spot now on the planet. Just put Connor McDavid's face on the sphere for yeah. like a week, just rotating. Uh, just like that. Just like that. <laughs> that scary pumpkin. The yeah. pumpkin they had? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. I like the pumpkin. Scary. All right, let's get to the NFL. Yesterday, it was the Commanders, and we had the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Yeah, we talked about this one yesterday. Going into this, the Bears 0-4, headed into Washington, battling the 2-2 two two Commanders. A lot of criticism for the Bears, rightfully so. But in the first half of this game, they were dominant, particularly that Justin Fields and DJ Moore combo. Cometa motion now, paired in the left slot. Snap to Fields, Roche on the back, going to throw. Left side of the end zone, up in the air. Contested catch. Touchdown, DJ Moore. What a return to Maryland. For the former first-round pick of Carolina and the new Bear. Breaking hearts here in Washington. 11-yard touchdown out of beauty from Fields. Left corner of the end zone in tight coverage. That one made it 17-0. That was all before the Commanders could rack up a first down. An interception late in the first half by Sam Howell was turned into another Colt Komet touchdown. The Bears led 17-3 at the half. Pardon me, 27-3 at the half. Yeah, what an explosive start. I felt like if, like I said, if they gave Fields time, they were going to expose that Washington secondary, which was horrible. And they did. And I was watching that game last night, and I'm thinking, the Bears should be 2-2 and now. Like, they blew that game to the Broncos the week before. And they have, like, the second easiest schedule the rest of the way. Only the Packers have an easier one. But again, it's just like, they still stink. I'm sorry. The Bears still stink. They look great yesterday. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like, it's it's still. They were were sacking uh, Thurston Howell a ton yesterday. I thought they were going to blow it. He could not, like, get any blocking whatsoever. They couldn't get the run game going. Brian Robinson was a a ghost. The only time time Brian Robinson was able to get yards was 
short passes. I felt like Ron Rivera like yanked McLaren, Dotson, Brian Robinson. They were not on the field for a good chunk of that second half to start. As yeah. I don't know if that was just Ron Rivera saying, we're down to the freaking Bears. They show up. Like, Jameson Crowder's catching balls. Curtis Samuel, a bunch of guys from like three, four years ago, Washington teams are showing up. Yeah, no. yeah. I didn't they know, know Jameson Crowder yeah, was right? still in the league. Yeah. Look, Jay Crowder. Holy yeah. crap. Look at that. I didn't even know he was in the league still. <laughs> right? Oh, that's where Curtis Samuel landed. Okay, right on. Uh, cool. Can I just say, uh, I know, Matty, you got that right. I took, the, I took Washington like an idiot, minus six. But I'm going to put my finger in the air like I just don't care. Yeah. Oh, I your said props? Cole Komet. I gave you Cole did. Komet to the listeners. Yep. You're welcome. What did I give to the listeners yesterday? Uh, my, Quarterback rushing props. Bing, bing. Hit did you? Yes, I did. Did he? Yeah, it I was did. like 45 and a half over for okay. Fields or something. 46 like that. and a half 46 was Fields. 13 yeah. and a half was Howell. You never right. listen to me. Cre- Unbelievable. What? Credit where credit is due. Uh, but yeah, like Patty was mentioning, the Bears got super banged up. They were down their yeah. left guard. They were down their center. They lost three running backs. Yeah. They're trying to kill the clock with their fullback out yeah. there. <laughs> it was pretty ridiculous. But nevertheless, they had this huge lead. Sam Howell did look a lot better in the second half. He was able to lead a couple of drives, and he had to because, like we said, the run game was non-existent. Mm-hmm. But to me, what this came down to was the Bears were way better at the line of scrimmage. They were better on the offensive mm-hmm. line. They were better on the defensive line. And in the end, they got the win. Also, DJ Moore had a career game. Yeah. Unbelievable. Wait, How about this little one to cap the evening? Tight end right side of the line, Mercedes Lewis. And Tanner Scott out to the right snap field. Stairs down the left side. Pass <laughs> is caught by Moore. Down the sideline. And nothing but green grass. He is gone, baby. Touchdown, DJ Moore on third and two. The corner broke on it. Missed it. DJ Moore caught it. And he accentuates what's been a spectacular day. 56-yard touchdown, and that puts the icing on the cake. <laughs> Justin Fields two, threw for 282 yards. He completed 15 passes. DJ Moore caught eight of them for 230 yards for three touchdowns. Did you see the study threw it up there at the end of the game, the stat line of Fields to Moore this year? 24-27, like four, three, four touchdowns. Five. And a, five touchdowns and 158 <laughs> Point three quarterback rating. Perfect. Perfect. It's over 530 yards. Just too. fields to more. Remember the first week we did problems? Yep. What did I say? Get the ball to DJ Moore. Get the b- more designed runs for Justin Fields. Oh, wow. Crazy. Both are working. So weird. 40-20 uh, final score. Great win last night, but I'm still not a... It was good. Obviously, they still stink. ending that 14-game losing streak. Get, in the memory of Dick Buckkiss, one of yep. the greatest Bears of all time. Yes, sir. Uh, they needed that one. Oh, yeah. They needed that one bad. They're going to finish second in that division. You think? What? Whoa. No chance. They're going to have more wins Man, than the I Packers. I think Green Bay, Minnesota, yep. Chicago are just going to beat the living crap out of each other why for the why second don't you put spot. put a little side bet on with Maddie with that? Oh, where Maddie's got these bears. He loves the bears right now. He loves fields and more. Ahead of the Packers. 73 fantasy points yesterday. Okay. Yeah, ahead of the Packers. No problem. Okay. Jordan Love. Come on. Two easiest schedules in the league. Green Bay and Chicago. Okay. I think that's the should have two wins. Second best team in that division. Uh, week five. Look at this slate. The Vikings are better than the Bears. Look anyway, at this. Go ahead. Vikings Bears next week. Yeah. Look at this slate. <laughs> Jaguars and Bills at 730. Early one. Get the coffee on. I'll yeah. be up for that. Uh, Texans, Falcons at 11. Panthers, Lions. Titans and Colts. Mm. Giants and Dolphins. I have to play you this. Did you hear what Wink Martindale said when he was asked about how he's sleeping ahead of this Dolphins matchup? 
This is what he said. Well, my wife uh, called me last night before she went to bed. She said she was worried about me. She said, are you getting any sleep? I said, yeah, I'm sleeping like a baby. Every two hours I wake up and cry and go to the bathroom and try to go back and get some more sleep. Uh, I mean, that's that's unbelievable. (laughs) Uh, The pause? Two hours I wake up and cry and and go to the bathroom and try to go back and get some more sleep. Uh, I mean, that's that's unbelievable. I sob, I crap my pants and clean myself up and sleep for another 45 minutes and then do it all over again. Giants-Dolphins will go at 11 on Sunday. Saints-Patriots, Ravens-Steelers, that's a divisional one. Eagles and Rams at 205. Bengals-Cardinals also. Jets and Broncos. Chiefs-Vikings. Cowboys-49ers, your Sunday nighter. Ooh, that's a juicy one. What a banger. Monday night, Packers and Raiders. Browns, Chargers, Seahawks, Bucks, all on by. I'm really looking forward to that uh, Niners and Cowboys game on Sunday night, too. That'll go from Levi Stadium. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pretty 9-0. In the regular season, Brock Purdy's never lost a regular season game. Yeah, much know, like Jalen Hurts has only lost one regular yeah, season game, one which incompletion. is absurd as well. One incompletion last week. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, before if, Sunday, if you want to yep. look up system quarterback in the dictionary, it's Brock Purdy. Purdy's a robot. He's a robot. Like system He's a robot. quarterback. He's a robot. <laughs> He's a robot. Uh, MLB playoffs this weekend, boys. <laughs> nah, get that commercial where yep. he and Springer are sitting. Nah. <laughs> nah. No Jays. Nah. No. No Unfortunately. Jays. Full slate Saturday, though. Only two confirmed starters so far. Justin Verlander is going to go for the Astros against the Twins. And Clayton Kershaw is going to go for the Dodgers against the Diamondbacks. Mm. Here's your slate. 11 a.m. You get the Rangers and the Orioles. 245. You get the Twins and the Astros. 407. Phillies and Braves. 720. You get the Dodgers hosting the Diamondbacks. Party! And a connected team is a f-ing dangerous team. We are f-ing dangerous. Let's f-ing party all night. Yeah. Hard, hard to not root for the D-backs. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, bu- 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 if you could pick one team from the wild card round to advance, who would it be? Not a team that got to buy. If you could pick one of the teams that had to fight their way through to get here, who's going to win of the four? You can pick the Rangers, you can pick the Twins, you can pick the Phillies, you can pick the Diamondbacks. I would pick the Rangers. Against the Orioles? Yes. Okay, Patty. The Phillies. Against the Braves. That's one I was really... I've also... Especially if they can win one of the games on the road early. I would also give consideration to the Twins going into Minnesota, uh, going into Houston and uh, taking that thing to five. What about you, GVP? Uh, I'd say either the Phillies or the Twins, maybe. All right. Which bandwagon? Yeah, <laughs> he really, sounded really confident. Yeah, he's not paying attention. <laughs> Which bandwagon seems most fun to jump on? GVP, you get to start. Most fun to jump on? Which bandwagon of the eight remaining teams? I think it'd be the Diamond Diamondbacks. Mm, okay, interesting choice. The Phillies. Yeah, it's They're the, fun to watch. It's the, the Phillies, Phillies, I yeah, think, just because of that, that crowd, crowd. Oh my goodness. That team. The the fanatic is my favorite mascot. It's uh, it's great. <laughs> but if we can get more of this of the Diamondbacks, let's. Party! Hey. And a connected team is a dangerous yeah. team. Phil's D-backs yeah. and LCS. There you go. Let's go. That would be that would be shocking. Let's go. Yeah, that but, would be stunning. But, but it's but baseball. Who, like, but, yeah, I know, but like, we want to see Dodgers Braves. Of course right? we want to see Do- Dodgers Braves. Incredible. I mean, maybe not the Dodgers. I could take it. Like, the Dodgers are rare. Yeah, but they're fun to watch, too. Yeah. <laughs> Mookie Betts, Freddie I Freeman know. at the top of the lineup. Freddie Freeman's fun. Max Muncy hits balls into outer space. 
He's a big boy. I know, Jason I know, this Hayward's Billy. exciting. I, I, I don't know. Bryce Oatman, Harper. Oatman's exciting rookie in the outfield. Billy's fun, man. Alex Bond. Brewster Gratterall sounds like Give he takes Kyle something. Give me Kyle Schwarber just swinging out of his boots yeah. every time. Bill. Brewster oh, yeah. Gratterall sounds like something you would take when you have an upset stomach. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that, I'm to take some Gratterall. Is that, it's just is, not feeling good. Is that made by the same guys? Devlin McGregor? Yeah. Is Probastic? that made by the same guys? Hmm. Uh, he's not on. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was reading the text line. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? Why are you reading the text line? <laughs> I was looking at the can sensible flame. Can you please give us the Devlin McGregor drop? The Provasic drop, please. Oh. oh. Provasic. Thank, Thank, Thank you. There it is. It's been a while. I only know that by the Provasic. It's been a while. It's been a while. All right. Raps preseason starts Sunday against the hey. Kings. Six o'clock. Sports now one. Advance. I have nothing else to tell you about this, but they're yeah. doing the preseason, so right on. Oh, how about Joel Embiid, man? Yeah, gonna oh, he's going to play USA. for the Americans. Yeah, it's because like he that. needs somebody bailing him out <laughs> at the end of games. He needs LeBron. He needs yeah. Kevin Durant. He needs get Steph him, Curry. Like, yeah, flame him. I, oh, wow, I get it. He's had an American citizenship since he's been in high school, but like France, you could go play with them. I know Cameroon might not qualify, but <laughs> I hate that. I, I, you know, I get Ooh. it. So just because the Americans are like got so butt hurt because they didn't send their best over in the World Cup and got their ass kicked, they're like, oh, we got to get all our guys. It's a different style of basketball, and I wish some Americans would realize that the FIBA style hell of a lot different than the NBA. Yeah, I, uh, I, I thought it was weird. It's weird because I it, never think of it, Joel it just reeks of, de- of desperation. Yeah, like I need a win because I'm not winning in Philadelphia. Yeah. Like Melo winning the gold medal, like yeah. his back-to-back gold medals. It's like, oh, and he never won an NBA championship. Yeah, that's on your resume in Springfield. Good for you. Had to be. Uh, hey, golf. PGA fall schedule continues. Chesson Headley leads at the eight under par. Leads at eight under par at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Bleh, bleh, bleh. One stroke lead. Adam Svensson, top Canadian, five under. Hitmen are on the road. They got just one game this weekend. They visit the Brandon Wheat King Saturday. Pre-game's going to go at 6, puck drop at 7. That'll be right here on Sportsnet 960. Hitmen looking for their second win of the season. Canucks and Oilers in AJHL action this weekend. Tonight, the Okotoks Oilers host the Drum Dragons at 7 down at the Okotoks Centennial Arena. The Calgary Canucks are up the road. They got the Spruce Grove Saints Saturday and the Sherwood Park Crusaders on Sunday. Also, Patty, Calvary, yes. tomorrow, final, final regular season game. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of Does big. it mean anything, or is it just going to be a bunch of young well, guys it, kind of crushing it? Cavs have reached their 2,000-minute mark, so they're good at the under-21 minute mark. It's all about who they want to play the next week. Now, if Pacific beat Cavs, they'll be getting Pacific again. Now, if they beat Pacific, they'll be getting likely Forge coming in next week. So it's all about, do you want to play Pacific back-to-back? Mm. Do you want, you know, so it's like, I don't want to What's the better m- matchup? Probably Pacific, but both Forge and Pacific are both teams that are just they scare me a little bit, but Cavs yeah. seem like they're 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 above everybody else in this league. Yeah. Finally, uh oh, wanted to mention this. CFL slate, Stamps are on a bye. Two games tonight though. Argos hosts the Elks at five. Neither team has much to play for. Elks are gonna miss. Argos is gonna play. Yes, he yes, is. He is. <laughs> yeah, good for him. <laughs> Had those stats. Blue Bombers <laughs> visit the BC Lions. That's a huge tilt. Winner gets first place of the West. Uh, big one for the Stamps on Saturday. The Ticats visit the Riders. If Saskatchewan wins, they will borderline eliminate the Stampeder from playoff contention. Monday, Red Blacks face the Alouettes at 11 a.m. Also, it's a Florida Man Friday. But uh, I'm going to pivot on you a little bit. Little twist. Okay. Little switch. Sure. 
Uh, I think we can all agree that Nashville is like Florida with Cowboys. No, I just going up to Tennessee. Yeah, right? No problem. Sure. Yeah, sure. For the sake of the argument, moving the segment along. All yeah, right. we can all agree. Yeah. Sure. Well, on Wednesday, officers with the officers with the Metro Nashville Police Department, well, they were called to a single car crash, 603 Hangar Lane. Yeah, that's at an airport. Turns out a uh, young lad had taken a couple of drinks, <laughs> driven through a fence, driven into a hangar door three or four times to get through the hangar. And then panicked and ran down the airfield. Police eventually found all the stuff in the airfield. They found him. He said he was driving his nephew to work, <laughs> which doesn't really check out. Okay. But this is all starting to make sense because it turns out that the gentleman was drinking Four loco. Now, George, have you ever <laughs> drank Four loco before? You know what? I have not had a Four loco. So I've had Four loco before, and boy, oh boy, I used to have it when it could kill you. <laughs> because, yes, Four loco's recipe has changed drastically. Back when it was created in 2005, it had an obscene amount of liquor. It tasted like fruit punch, but it also had caffeine, gorana, <laughs> taurine, all the ingredients that are in energy, energy drinks. drinks yeah. Oh, and it also had wormwood, which is the thing that makes you hallucinate when you drink absinthe. Oh. Yeah. So my guess is he might have found a few of these because... Well, they don't make them anymore. In 2009, they were outlawed by the American government, and they had to change up their recipe. They still make Four loco, and it's just kind of like a sweet drink with a lot of booze in it, malt liquor mostly. Yeah. But I'm thinking that this gentleman might have gotten into some of the old stash, mm. got behind the wheel, maybe imagined that his nephew was beside him in the car, thought that the airport was maybe the school. <laughs> but in the end, he has been charged with a litany of crimes, including, you know, Driving under the influence, airport and aircraft security, uh, open container in a car, underage consumption. Oh, yeah, he was underage. Uh, vandalism, evading on foot, driving on a suspended license, and leaving the scene of an accident. I was just wondering, was he tackled on the airfield when he's running on the... <laughs> when he's just running in planes or just landing all around him while he's running? Our boy's name is Felipe Perez. Okay. Shut up, Felipe. Four of them. Four, four. Red locos. bloodshot eyes, glossed over slurred speech. Does and four local age four, like a good four wine? Locos. I don't think so. No, it ages like pizza under a bed. Mm. They do have an Terribly. energy drink flavor, and it's called gold. Four loco gold. Mm. I'm looking at the flavor. They have a Swedish fish flavor. Oh. Yeah, this stuff is. Warheads? I'm not going to say it can kill you. No, they don't sell it in Canada. But... So. It can probably kill you. Or they might. But and good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific stuff, Matty. The Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Straight ahead, uh, the 37th mayor of Calgary, Jody Gondek, will join us on the news that signed, sealed, delivered, new arena coming to Calgary. Uh, we're also trying to take your questions for the mayor I can't play some of these. So uh, if you have like a reasonable question for the mayor. I have one. Uh, 960, 960, name and location. Also, later on in the show, not your hot, not your bold, your reasonable flames take at 830. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan.